wisdom of God in a mystery. I want you to understand it. It's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Because it is given unto you. Read on to know the mystery. Mystery, even a mystery. Hit from ages through history. Generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. The nation victory. You're listening to, listening to mysteries of now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God. Welcome to another episode of Mysteries of the Bible. I'm your host, Mr. Powers, and I would like to introduce my co-host. St. James, how you doing, Mr. Powers, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. Thank you, sir. Very, very good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Are you enjoying your Thanksgiving weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. especially yes. Now, we, we, we've heard of such good, uh, a lot of positive feedback from the Thanksgiving special. So, yes, you know, we, we come out of, out of a, a great Sabbath uh, that we had. We had a special, you know, Archangel Wars retro event. So a lot of big things happening within the nation of Israel, which. That's right. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, so it has been a, a very good weekend. I appreciate the additional days off. That's what I appreciate. <laughs> That's right. Yep. So. so do I. And um, and just coming off of that, we we had a we had a great show last time. Well, we had um, we had uh, Mr. Rivers uh, as a as a as a guest, mm-hmm. and he, he gave us a lot a lot of great history, a lot of great information regarding the Native Americans, which we know is one of the lost tribes of the nation of Israel. Yep. One of God's chosen people. Um, much love to the Native Americans that's listening. Um, we're waiting for you to come home. And this is why we are here doing what we do. Um, I also want to mention um, um, St. James. We had listeners from pretty much all over the place, uh, definitely within the United States. We had listeners right. in Alaska. We have listeners in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And we had lis- listeners in England. So, you know, I think we're doing great. We're going to continue doing what we're doing. We're going to continue bringing out the truth according to the word of God. As we have been taught by our teacher, the God's and Comforter, Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest, Tazdakia. We want to say shout out to everybody that's out there um, in Brazil, in Alaska, in England, in the States, in the Caribbean, wherever you are listening. Keep listening to Mysteries of the Bible. This is going to be the enlightenment for your soul, for your spirit, and for you to have an avenue to come back to Christ. St. James. Yeah, absolutely. And this, I mean, it's all to the glory, right? Is is we we are especially thankful and it's all to the glory of our Lord, King and Savior, you know, Jesus Christ. And that's where, right, as Mr. Power is very, you know, you know, said so very well, you know, in terms of you know, our job as the being here is just to bring out the truth, you know, as we have been taught by our teacher. And there's no better way to do that. And that's, you know, that if we are doing that and we do that correctly, and that is 100% going to glorify our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that is all that is necessary to increase the listeners. And we're going to continue to have that positive feedback. Because the focus is never on us or, right? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't miss the No, no. Go. You continue, please. Continue, please. Yeah. Because it's, it's, the focus is never on us, right? It's just. That's right. We, you know, our job is, is, is simply to bring out the information that we have been taught. And that's it. Right. And again, we're, we're doing this to um, to the listeners out there, to the believers out there, to give them an opportunity to, you know, to save your soul. It's about saving your soul and, and your soul being saved is, you know, leading you to the kingdom of heaven is the reason why we're doing the reason why we have been chosen to do what we're doing right here, which is to teach you the truth according to the way it was given to us, which is the truth to give to everybody out there um, according to the teachings that's given to us. By the Holy Ghost and Comforter, which we know is coming from Christ, St. James. Yes, sir. And and just to show, you know, <laughs> just how beautiful it is when things do come out right, because Mr. Powers, as, as many of y'all remember, was not uh, able to be on the first portion of our show, the foundation of our belief. But yet what he said is a perfect segue into picking up part two of the foundation of our belief. So thank you very much, sir, because it was one of the key parts that we mentioned. It was really the key focus of that show is letting everyone know that, you know, there there is a code of conduct, right? Because if the goal, if we're going to start with a goal, right, and, and 
and lay it flat. Like this is the one thing that we're putting up that we do we need to do is to make it to the kingdom of heaven. Right. If that's the point, right? What are the what are well first are the requirements, and then what are some of those requirements? And so that's why in the first show, right, went through First Corinthians the sixth chapter and verse nine and let people know, right? There's some, there's no unrighteousness shall inherit the kingdom of God. And then sort of going mm -hmm. through some of the things that Jesus Christ crystal clearly shows you are unrighteous, right? Because that is the standard that we all live by, right? The ultimate standard. So once we understand that there, there's no unrighteousness shall inhabit the kingdom of God, you know, so then that's where we know, that's where we start to learn that we need to be examples of righteousness. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Because you have, you have, um, and we're never going to stop talking about it because, because we're here to teach the truth. But we, you have a majority of, of religious institutions and denominations out there that part of their dogma is that um, you can come anyway and God would accept mm -hmm. you. Christ would accept you. Right. You, know, you could be you can have a certain uh, belief in you. Do you think that it's OK for you to smoke cigarettes? Do you think it's OK for you to smoke weed? Do you think it's OK for you to do this, that and the third? And that God is going to accept you and you're going to make it into the kingdom of heaven. But if that's true, then what's the point of being righteous? What's the point of doing everything that God requires you to do for you to make it? If all you have to do is just come in and, and believe. No, it takes more than that. God has requirements. And as St. James is going to ready to go into, those requirements is within the foundation of our belief. The things that God right. requires you for you to do to make it to the kingdom of heaven. There are requirements. And if you haven't been taught that, it's because you haven't been taught the truth. And this is why we're here again. We're here to show you the truth. We're, we're here to be transparent with you and let you know that if you're not doing these things, you, you're not going to make it. That's just period. You're not going to make it. But if you're being shown what those uh, instructions are that Christ left, according to his word, according to the Bible, and you start following that the way you're supposed to and coming into where the truth is at, then now you have the opportunity to make it. And I'm going to just let uh, St. James come in on that and continue because it's a beautiful class that I know he's going to go into. And it's going to be very uh, informative and beneficial to all your listeners out there. So St. James, you got it. Yeah, thank you very much. So, yeah, we're going to pick it up right there and just go through the code of conduct, right? Because uh, this is you know, understanding that, you know, we have to, or the goal is to inherit the kingdom of God. So now in order for us to be able to get there, and then we have to be able to understand, right? Well, what are the requirements to enter, right? Because in order for us to be, to make it into the kingdom of God, we have to start acting and behaving like the citizens of the kingdom of God. That, that's what shows that we're ready, right? That's what shows that how we are not far from the kingdom of God once we're already right. walking around and acting and behaving like the inhabitants, like the people who are already in, uh, in the kingdom of heaven, right? Mm. So let's go to the code of conduct, which is what the foundation of our belief. And we'll go right back to where we left off in Mark chapter 12. Uh, Mr. Powers, if you don't mind, Mark. Sure. Mark Absolutely. chapter 12 <clears throat> and verse uh, 29 and... Yeah, we'll, we'll just go over 29 quickly again and then go right into 30. And for all you listeners that uh, want to follow along, we're reading now the King James Version 1611 of the Bible, which is the only only version um, that God is dealing with that translated from um, Hebrew into what's known as um, English, um, which is the King James 1611. So everybody that's out there that wants to read along with us, we're reading out the King James Version 1611 in the book of Mark chapter 12. In verse 29. Yes, sir. Please. And Jesus answered him. Right. It says, Jesus, our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. Read on. The first of all the commandments is. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God is one Lord. Yes. Yeah, so thank you very much. Just wanted, let's let it. Let's let it read it all the way through once. And then uh, everyone start getting focused and to get them get get their minds ready. Just in case, you know, they want to go ahead and get it because. You know, sometimes everybody doesn't have a Bible next to them, you know, so right. give them an opportunity to do that. Uh, sure. Mark 12 and verse 29. And Jesus answered him. Right? The first of all the commandments is. And that's right there where we have to pause. So like, Wait a minute. All right. So the foundation of our belief is. And this, this is what we have to make sure everyone understands. And mm -hmm. then who is this coming from? 
right, Mr. Power. This is, this is coming. If everyone has, it makes it real easy. So you know, some people, right. you know, when they has when it has the uh, the words of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that He actually speaks or that He actually spoke on Earth, mm -hmm. then they're right there highlighted in red. Absolutely. You know, for some people, you know, they they like that they like that feature and function in some of the Bibles. But mm -hmm. yeah, so this is remember this is coming from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So that there, there, there can be no contention as to the, the validity of this statement. Right. right. The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And that's why we have to pause right there to make sure that everyone understands that this is all about, right, the foundation, the foundation of our belief is for the nation of Israel. And to make sure that everybody understands that we have one God. He is the only God. And that our God and the God of the Israelites is one. And he is our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's amazing. About that, Mr. Powers. Because That's amazing. Mm -hmm. is, why is that so important? It's because you have all kinds of people all over the place speaking about how their idols are gods. Right. <laughs> but with this one scripture that our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ spoke directly when he was here walking on the earth, it says what, but our God and our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ, letting everybody know that he is, that our God is the, the only true and living God. And he is one God and he is the God of the nation of Israel. And they are one. That's amazing because you have a lot of people that would, that would like to try to use the Bible <clears throat> to try to establish their belief, establish their dogma and their doctrine, like, you know, the Muslims and Mormonisms and Jehovah Witness and all these things. And they try to use the word of God. But right here it's saying here, O Israel, like you mentioned, St. James, here, O Israel, the attention is to a particular people here, O Israel, the Lord, mm -hmm. our God is one. Lord, and that that clears up any confusion that people have put out there in the world concerning anything about Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is this is the creed of the nation of Israel. I'm sorry, okay. Sanjay, I just had to say that. It's amazing. No, no, so that that's exactly, uh, no, that that's exactly what's up, sir. I mean, you you're the host, sir. I mean, come on, that's why we could we need it back. This, this 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 it needs to be a dialogue, right? right. It needs to be. Uh, people need to understand the various impacts, and it has. Because everyone, everyone takes in information differently. Right. And, you know, sometimes it's hard. Like people don't necessarily want at different times to have somebody just throw information at them. And so, you know, sometimes we have to talk about it and then we, we'll go ahead and peel it back and talk about it a little bit more. I mean, from a different angle, just to make sure that different perspectives are addressed because right. a lot of people may be looking at it like, wait a minute, like, why is Jesus Christ speaking about Israel? I, mm -hmm. I've been in church been church how many years i've been in church all my life right. and i've never heard the word israel before which is is very hard to say because the word israel is throughout the bible over two thousand times just the word israel alone man two thousand times throughout the bible and, and that's crazy I, yeah <laughs> when you start once you start going get into bible facts right that's uh it's yeah it, it's amazing and and I'm just getting, I'm just, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm getting uh, tongue tied of all the different, you know, aspects that that possibly brings in. Because I like, imagine you, you're so, you're, a, you've been a Christian. Right? You've been worshiping for all your life. Right. And you, all, the only thing that you've known or thought about when in terms of Israel is, is that this is, these are the people that killed Jesus. Right. Or the land. Just to learn right. itself, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and yet, yet Jesus Christ Himself is letting you know again in, in the New Testament, because I think sometimes it's very important to point that out. That exactly. You know, some people don't want to even hear the Old Testament. You start talking about anything else, but and, and we already we already have expressed previously on the show, right? How that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is found throughout the whole Bible, but this mm -hmm. is. Now here in Mark, in the gospel himself, with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, letting us know the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, 
the Lord our God is one Lord. Mm. <laughs> no other Lord, one Lord, and that's the Lord of the nation of Israel. And this is the first of all the commandments. Exactly. Yes, sir. Mm. And then now, because once we have that, remember, this is still, still the foundation. So everything right. starts to build up, right? Because mm. now, if you only have one Lord, then you know there's only one requirement. Because remember, we're still talking about what? Entering the kingdom of heaven. That's Absolutely. still the goal, right? That's still the target. So now if you know that there's only one Lord, then how do I get there? What are the requirements? So if you don't mind, so you want to start going, uh, if you can please read uh, verse 30, and then we'll start going into what some of these requirements actually are. We're in the book of Mark, chapter 12, verse 30. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all mm -hmm. thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Right. This is the first commandment. So now, right, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. And these are some character these are the characteristics that a lot of people should be familiar with. Mm. But what they may not be familiar with is that each and every one of these has a meaning. Right. And each and every one of these is a certain criteria in and of itself. Right? Because if I just ask you, right, or we just ask, say, well, how do you love God with all your heart? And you sit there and look at you like, well, what do you mean? Like, my heart is, it's inside of me. It's an organ. Right. It beats. But So how do you love God with that? Well, in this context, does heart actually mean the physical beating organ? Right. Because right. Right? a lot of times when... You look in, in the scriptures, the heart, you can surely, we can clearly show rather that is referring to um, your mind and, right. and just what's, what's inside and on your mind. But we know in this instance, it can't mean that, right? Because as we just read in verse 30 already, right? And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Right. So these mind are, right, there. right. So these, <laughs> these are separate and distinct characteristics, correct? Yes, absolutely. Yep. So what is it? What, what does that what does heart in this instance mean? So let's not let's not let's not hold it back. This, this is actually conscience or your, your consciousness. Mm. Right. So I, in order for you to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, this is this is speaking about what your conscience, right? Your awareness of self, the and, ability. And what, I'm sorry. I'm go sorry. ahead. Sir. So mm -hmm. I was going to ask you for for the audience. I think he was just about to go into it, but so, but what is conscience then? Um, what does God mean when He's referring to your conscience? Right. Yeah. Thank you, sir. That's um, it's 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 your awareness of self, right? The ability inside of you to determine right and wrong, or just mm. that, that knowledge internal self, right? That, or like people, most people have a basic sense if they were doing right or they did wrong. Right. Right. Yep. Right. And and especially in the world and. Um, you know, because this, this is going way back, but when you, sometimes you have those nights, right? And you know, because not for myself, right? And Mr. Power, we, we weren't born in the truth, so you know, we had right. the experience, you know, world and life, you know, previous to you know receiving the calling that we answered, right? right. But right. You, know, you know, there's some mornings, right? You you may have just have gone out at night, and it was, you know, this little party after party, whatever. And, you know, whatever went down. And the next thing you know, in the morning, you're taking a shower. You just don't, you just know. Like, you're just like, damn, man, I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. Like, why I don't feel good? Because you know, like, you know inside of yourself that the things that you were doing were not good. The right. things that you were doing weren't productive for you. Like, right. you're, you know, people are, 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 are faced with so many different things that they have to deal with. It, without having the understanding, without having the truth, they turn to all kind of different things in order to just to just to get through the day. So one right, of the big right. ones is, you know, going you know parties and, and alcohol and all that just <clears throat> to kind of dull your senses to be able to make it through it. Right. So, so, you're, so you're basically saying, St. James, that, you know, um, within the spirit of man, God already has that. You already have that ability. God gave you that ability to be able to discern certain things with your conscience, to know what's right and wrong, 
Exactly. Yep. And and let's go from there and let's just let's let's just show it because of course it's one thing to give examples, but you know, according with mm -hmm. the word and how we've been taught, right? We have to show everything exactly. and prove it according with according to the word of God, right? So let's go from here to um first John chapter three. Still in still in the New Testament, first John the third chapter. And verses 18 through 21, sir. 1 John chapter 3, verse 18. And it reads, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And this is also part of those characteristics, right? Understand that we're, mm -hmm. we can't just talk about it, right? We have to be about it. We have right. to... Yeah. You can't just be, or, or as, as the word explains it, right? You can't just be hearers of the word. You have to be doers of the word, like in James, the first chapter. Well, right. You can't, um, you can't talk to talk, but you have to walk to walk. Exactly. Yep. Like the Thank you very much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, sir. All right. So let's as, read on, sir, please, if you don't mind. Verse 19. And hereby we know that we are of the truth. And shall, excuse me, let me say that again. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Yeah, and shall assure our hearts before him. So now, again, you see in the heart being used, what in the unique perspective here? So the heart in this instance here is also what your conscience. And how is, mm. it, how is it going to let us know that? It, it's going to explain it more in the next verse in 20 and 21. Go ahead, please, sir. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Yeah, so now if your heart condemns us, that's your heart. In other words, you did something so bad that you just don't feel good anymore. So that's kind of like the example uh, that I was uh, referring to earlier. Right? Is it, it is Now, when something happens and you know it wasn't right, something that you know just, ah, I shouldn't have done that, then that's that right. That, and that, that thing, that feeling inside of you that lets you know that I, I shouldn't have done that, that is your conscience. Mm. Mm, that's heavy. It's a lot of people. Don't, a lot of people in the world don't don't know that. They don't really understand or comprehend that. But you know, they can all attest that they have actually experienced that. <laughs> right. Here yes. it is. God has explained that in the Bible, St. James. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Yes, sir. I mean, that's that's a very good way of saying it. You, everyone has felt that at some point, right? When you've done something, it could even it could have even been. Um, what you consider to be a white lie, and, right? Right, where like all of a sudden you did it, and it's like, hey, did you leave that on the floor? No, <laughs> and you know you left it on the floor. And it's like, right. damn, you know what? I mean, is it something even as basic as that? But that that's inside of you. That's 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 your conscience and letting you know um, right away that that's that you don't feel good. That you didn't do good, and that's it's letting you know right away. It's it's giving you that feeling, that sense, that sense of good. That is your conscience. Mm. Okay, so we're in verse Yeah, let's read it again. Yes, thank you, sir. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Yeah, read on, please. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. Yeah, then. So if your heart does not condemn you, if you're not doing those things, right, if you're not, if you're not doing those things that are going to cause you to feel bad, then that's what it gives you a like, that gives you or allows you to have that that confidence towards God, because now you have that clear conscience towards Him, because you're doing what's right. Wow, this is the Word of God, everybody. That's everyone that's listening. This is the Word of God explaining to you what your conscience is referring to, giving you details in the Bible. Again, no other book on the planet Earth for all you others listening. No other book on the planet Earth can give you details about things that you know you have witnessed, that you feel within yourself. Who can do that but God, but right. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? And here we have St. James showing you without a shadow of a doubt details of these things written in the Bible. Again, mentions of the Bible, revealing certain things that no one else can tell you but the ones that have the truth as, a, as it was given to us, St. James. 
Absolutely, so I think you did a you did a very good job of picking it up. I just I just left it, <laughs> I just <laughs> left it over there on your side. It's like, well, wait a minute, you gonna say anything? No, I, was, I mean it's 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 it's, it's, it's hard to know. Like, what can you say? But how amazing this Bible is that it can touch such something that might be minute to somebody in their mind, but actually has great significance. And why is this important? Like you mentioned, St. James, within the foundation of your beliefs, because these things right here is what's going to help you make it to the kingdom of heaven. Right, exactly. These, these details. Right, because you want to have that, that, it's that, that confidence towards God, right? That means, so in order for you to have that confidence, in order for you to be looking towards that kingdom, right, then you already know that your actions, what you've been doing, you've been doing the right things, right? And because now you don't have anything on you, Right. You, you haven't been doing anything where you're going to allow anything to be bothering you like that, to have that right. feeling of, oh, I should have been done that. I should have did this. I should have done that. So what that means now is that everyone that when you got that feeling that I should have done it and man, I messed up right? in order for you not to have that, you have to start doing right. Right. Exactly. Right? It, it's yeah, not. I, no, go, go ahead. St. James. I'm sorry. So yeah, it's not it's not good enough just to be like, ah, you know, yeah, I knew I should have or and to keep having that feeling like, yeah, I know what it, I know what it means to be good. But no, unless you start doing the things that are actually good, then you're still going to be in that same spot and never be able to have that confidence towards God that you can actually start looking towards the kingdom of heaven. All right. Because a whole lot of and th this is why and I'm sorry for going on a little bit here. So but this is why I think this is so important, because there's so many people out there that are mistakenly being led to think that they can just go to church on Sunday thank you or Saturday <laughs> or whenever it is that they're going there and they they're praising Jesus and they're his personal Lord and Savior and they think that they're going to be okay and they don't realize that all those times when inside of themselves when they realize that damn I messed up I never should have done that and you just feel bad when you've done something or when you've done something bad, that inside of you is your conscience. Right. And, right. And, and they should feel bad because they're out there listening to, they're out there listening to these pastors, these popes, these, these preachers, these teachers telling them that it doesn't matter what they do. Um, And, and while they're listening to the sermon on Sunday, St. James, they step out and take a cigarette break. <laughs> right. And not even understanding that, Wait a minute. I'm supposed to understand and we're supposed to know as the people of God, as people that are holy, that are separated, separated for God's use. There's a certain way that we have to keep our body around. Our body is a There's a certain way that you have to conduct yourself. Exactly. Or, or, or after you're done with your so-called sermon, you go ahead and eat a pork chop and think you're doing the right thing. No, there's a requirement. This is what St. James is trying to go into right here and trying to show you with your conscience there's a requirement god requires you to do to do a, to be a certain way to act a certain way if you're a believer in god and you're a follower of jesus you have to act a certain way you have to behave a certain way there's a certain culture that god needs you to follow the certain commandments not certain but all the commandments that have to be followed in order for you to make it and if you're not doing these things then you really need to take a look at yourself and examine yourself and ask yourself are you really in the truth because if what you call if what you in if you call that the truth and it's not according to the way that God, the way God set it up, then you're not in the truth. Exactly. That, that's the bottom line. St. James. You're hundred percent, sir. And look, and some people may be like, wait, wait a minute. It said heart there again. That doesn't prove that it's conscience. So <laughs> let's go real quick. And cause I know, I know I see time. That's, that's why we can't have, we can't have a class that's got like 10, 15 scriptures on there because we'll never get, we'll never get through it in the hour period. All right, right, so let's go from there, sir. Please, First Peter's still in the New Testament. First Peter's chapter three, and man, this is it's like from like some of the parts we're gonna we're gonna skip around, sir, if you don't mind, because sure. some some pieces I think are are still very fundamental. Um, you know, tis like the conduct and how we're supposed to how we are supposed to conduct ourselves, but in this format, we don't really have the ability to go through it like we normally would in a class because we want to make right. sure that the main points are out there. So please, again, highly encourage everyone out there. Please reach out to the Israelite church. I did that again. You see that again? Uh, this is like the second time. <laughs> it happens. Where not, nah, yeah, but this is the second time this happens. I can't even say like Israelite and church for some reason. 
uh, it gets me tongue-tied, the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ at the multiple platforms that we have uh, to engage. So whether that be the comforter.info or I think you got the email address, right, Mr. Powers? That's right. Blogtalk at icgjc.org. For those of you who are interested in learning more and, you know, you want to um, make sure that you're doing everything that God requires you for you requires for you to do to uh, enter into the kingdom of heaven, then you need to reach out to us so we can continue to show you the path into the kingdom of heaven and the path into righteousness. Absolutely. Thank you very much, sir. Yes. And the Israelite church of God and Jesus Christ, for some reason, and, and especially like you, you would think it should, it should just roll off the tongue, but <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, man. Yes, sir. But first Peter chapter three and verse uh, eight, please, sir. Sure. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous. So again, these these are um, again this we're talking about the foundation. So this is why it's so important because everything builds off of everything builds from here or it builds from that foundation of having that that first that belief in our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ and knowing that He is the God of the nation of Israel and none else. All right, so from there, now we understand what you have to love the Lord what, with all of your conscience. And again, what is that? That's your that awareness of self, that ability to determine mm -hmm. right and wrong. And so part of part of what we're going and what we're looking at right now is, you know, these are certain ways that we're supposed to conduct ourselves amongst each other. Right? Remember that we have to be compassionate one to another. Right. And the main person that we have to be compassionate, especially on is who? On those that don't know. Right, that that, mm -hmm. are, that that are are per se ignorant, right? So I mean, which means that they don't know. They're not they're not aware of what they're supposed to do. So now mm -hmm. we have, so we have to be compassionate. And how can you take this as a lesson in our lives to move forward? Even if even if you're just listening right now, well, you know, if they don't know, right? A lot of problems are caused simply because, and a lot of arguments start start just because somebody did not know what they were doing or didn't realize that what they were doing was going to be offensive. Right. So they didn't know, they didn't understand. They didn't know that you just, you just bought a $200 pair of, pair of shoes. You spent all your money on them and you just got them all cleaned up and polished. And so now they didn't know that those shoes were right there. They didn't mean to step <laughs> on them, but now you stepped on them. And now, now you get ready to pull out the Glock and, 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 and do them in for what? But they didn't know. Is this the compassion that we're supposed to have one for another, Mr. Powers? Yeah, and that's amazing because that's the that's the fabric of society, and that's that's the culture that has been embedded into everybody that you have to retaliate and you have to act a certain way. Well, you stepped on my sneakers, so yo, what you doing? So I mean, different things of that nature. Like that's not how you react to certain things. Um, everything is covered in the Word of God. St. James, I'm glad you mentioned that because if your instructions is not in the Bible and you're leading to uh, the culture of the way the world operates, then you're going to find yourself in a grave one day. Sooner yeah. than you think. Because those ways are the ways of man, and those ways are the ways that's going to lead you to death. But God covers every fabric of life and every way of society for you to operate and to operate with wisdom. Which wisdom? The wisdom of God, because the wisdom of this world is not wisdom, according to the Word of God. But the wisdom of God is what's going to enable you to function in any environment, in any society that you live in, especially St. James, the time we live in right now, which is the most evilest time that has ever been on this planet Earth. Exactly. So, and look, and this is why, I mean, it, it's amazing. It, it just, it gives you the recipe right there, if you want to say it like that. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just, right, finally be of one mind, having compassion, one of another, be compassionate, you know, have compassion. Or be considerate or have compassion, right. love his brethren, be pitiful and courteous. Let me talk about courtesy now. Mm. Like there, and this is a world that we live in where you, it's, you can clearly see that there is no more courtesy. Nope. Like even something as simple as just holding the door open for somebody that's coming right behind you. Right, right. Like bait, just like the basic common sense courtesy is not there in the fabric of society. Why? Because this society is not based on the word of God. This society does not have a 
quote unquote religious fundamental belief or foundational belief in God. Exactly, exactly. And then you got people that will um just want to give that example you mentioned. You mentioned about somebody stepping on your shoes or somebody bumping into you, um, and they step on your shoes and you're expecting for them to say sorry, but they look at you like something wrong with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, that's a great example. Like what? Like, like you should have known they were coming, so you should have moved <laughs> your shoe out the way. And how dare you have your foot in their path? Oh, there yeah. you have the audacity to even look at me that I stepped on your shoe. You should be saying sorry to me. That's how that's the culture of the world today. And and what's 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 so um amazing about that and is sad as well, uh, St. James, a lot of people, because of little minute instances like that, that didn't have the wisdom of God on how to handle themselves, actually wind up losing their lives. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a it's a great shame and it's terrible. And you know, think about that. You know, and that's that's some that's somebody's son, that's somebody's daughter, right? right. Somebody's mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 crazy. And then just for that, for that, for that one instance where if they just had a even had a basic understanding or fundamental belief in Jesus Christ, mm. a foundational belief that never would have happened. Exactly. Because look at the next verse, Mister Powers. It's crazy. Look at the from the example you get. Look at the next verse in verse nine. Not rendering evil for evil. Yeah, right there. So somebody you know that is not is is not right for somebody to go crazy, right? Just because you did something by accident. Right. And you want to come right back, you know, to use your example, Mr. Powell, and come right back and just try and get even louder, like no, like they, like they're offending your honor. It's like it's offensive to you as as a man or as a woman to step down and say, you know what, oh, my bad. Like Right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy. And that's what's been embedded into the society, into this culture. But yet again, St. James, so many churches, so many religions, so many beliefs, but yet this is not being instituted in people. This is not being taught. Why is that? Because again, these institutions and these uh, religious institutions is not the ones that represent God, they're not representing the truth, so they're not going to put that in you. The world has been taught for you to numb your consciousness, to numb. Mm. People are numb, you know. Okay, people is walking around and the, like the scriptures speak. They walk around with a cold heart. Okay, they have they are cold hearted. They don't care what they do. They don't care how they act, who they offend. They're all about themselves, and that's mm-hmm. why the scripture right here tells you you're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be rendering. Evil for evil. If something somebody did something evil to you, then you're supposed to not allow someone to continue to be evil, but you're not supposed to render back that evil to that person. There's a way to deal with that. And this is what you're going into. Yep, exactly. So and again, remember, you know, what is again, we, this is all talking about criteria to enter the kingdom of heaven. So if exactly. you don't like the things that we're talking about right now, or if or if you find the things that we're saying right now offensive to you, then just understand the mindset that you happen to be in right now is not going to allow you to enter God's kingdom. And that is a very sobering thought. You can just take mm. a minute and take that one in. That's very serious. You need to examine yourself. Um, and you need to examine how you walk in your daily walk. And th- remember that in everything that you do, as we mentioned in the other classes, whether it be good or evil, God is going to bring that back. Yep. Yes, sir. So let's just let's let's keep on reading if you don't mind, sir, because that's gonna go we're gonna show real crystal clear as we get down to verse twelve that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is straight flat out against everyone that's doing evil. Let's get there real quick because then we're gonna jump from there over. First Peter Absolutely, St. James. First Peter chapter three, verse nine again. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing. But contrary wise, I don't know if I said that word right. <laughs> contrary. See, it's okay. So, you know, I got tripped up on that church's name. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me read that again. Um, contrary wise. Thank you. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for, for railing or contrary wise. Blessing. Yes, you, don't give that, it, you, don't, you don't give it right back. Right, this, this is the main point. Is whatever yeah. somebody's done. You don't you don't do it. Try and do it right back to them. Somebody wants to yell at you. You don't try and yell right back at them. That's railing for railing. All right. 
Go ahead, read on, please, sir. But contrawise, blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. Yes, that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be looking for the blessings from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But now, what type of behavior do you have to have in order to receive those blessings? That is the point. Everybody wants a blessing. But did you know that you actually have to have a certain type of behavior in order to receive the blessings from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you're telling me, St. James, that it's not okay for you to um, indulge in road rage? <laughs> that would be also another very good example, sir. Yeah. You know how many lives have been lost because of road rage? Um, and just people cutting people off and stopping in front of people and so that person can get hit or do whatever and eventually possibly lose their lives because mm. of rage between two individuals or a few cars. Um, this is the society we're living in. Right. So that's amazing. I'm going to read it verse nine again. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing or contrawise blessing, knowing ye are thereunto called that ye should inherit a blessing. Yeah, knowing that ye are there unto call, that ye should inherit a blessing. Read on, please, sir. For he that will love life. For he that will love life. So if you mm -hmm. want if you want to love life, go ahead, please, sir. And see good days. Now, how many of you want to see good days? <laughs> how many of you want to want want to actually be looking forward to tomorrow? Looking forward to the next day. Want to get out of this this cycle of destruction that that mm. we appear to be in and that many of us are in. What type of criteria again? This is all based on what? Based on things that we can control. This yeah. is all based on how we conduct ourselves on things that we can do. Right? Because all those things that we just talked about, right? Eat not rendering evil for evil, railing for railing. These are all things that you can that you have the ability to do. You have the ability to decide not to yell back. You have the ability not to hit back. You have the ability to stop. But so now, often we don't think about that. Yes, sir, right. Mr. Powers. Go ahead. So you I got just it. want to mention this is not in reference to where you're going to let somebody hit you and kill you. This is not what we're talking about, just in case some people are saying that. This is not what we're referencing to because there are times that on, on undoubtedly your life might be at stake and somebody's trying to kill you. Um, the God tells you you could defend yourself. Same right. thing. So we're, we're not referring to that. We're not saying, Absolutely. hey, let somebody take a bat and hit you inside the head and, and you don't do nothing back and just let somebody take your life. No. You know, something like that happens. You have the right to defend yourself. That's in the word of God. Um, this Absolutely. is not what we're talking about. So just want to mention that St. James because people might say, well, are you saying that just let somebody hit me and I'm not going to hit them back? No, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, thank you very much for making it clear because you you absolutely have to defend yourself. You have that right. But nah, but this is just going like in for how about for our relationships? Right. Right. And and, and amongst our brothers and sisters, like there mm -hmm. are certain things that we you just don't have to do. You know, like, exactly. what's the point? Why take it there? And then why keep it going there? But yeah, not when somebody's gonna come in and try and just yeah, they're gonna try and rob you, rob you, take your house and all that stuff or whatever the situation may be, and you just just roll over because that depending on the circumstance, <laughs> just, right? You know, depending on the circumstance, the, the there's always a proper response, but it depends on the circumstance. Exactly, and all that's written within the pages of the Bible. Right, so if well, you want to know, if you want to know those circumstances, if you want to know the proper responses, then again. The Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Hit us up. That's where it's at. That's where the truth is at. Yes, sir. Blog talk at icgjc.org. There we go. Verse 10. For he that for he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil. So look at that. If you love life, they will yes. love life, and you want to see good days. Then what is the lesson you have to do? Let him refrain his tongue from evil. And what? Read the last part, please, sir. The next, the next, the next verse. Or next and verse. his and lips. Yeah. That's and his lips that they speak no guile. So look at this criteria. 
Mm. You actually can't be speaking evil. You can't have any of that evil and negativity inside and let it, allow it to come out of your mouth in order for you what? to be able to see good days. Hmm. And that goes with that famous saying out in the world, every action has a reaction. Yes, sir. <laughs> and that can be controlled as long as you control that tongue from, from evil and those lips from speaking no guile. Mm. Yeah, and, right and the Bible, and and this is where I think it's, it's really important, right? To to remember, this is all part of the lesson, right? That we learn from the class that the Holy Ghost and Comfort Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Tazadakia taught, titled "The um, Begin at My Sanctuary," mm -hmm. and and it's, it's very important to remember how we were created and how we're supposed to be interacting as brothers and sisters. I remember it refers to us as being tender and delicate, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, we're, 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 we are fragile, right? And that was that this, that nursery rhyme out in school where it's like, um, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. No, right? no, like words can be especially damaging. Words mm -hmm. can, can cut, can, can, can cut deep and be, and cause lasting damage. Like a bone may heal, a bone does heal. Right, but some 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 wounds can be in, can be afflicted because of what people are saying to each other, to people right. that to people that they're supposed to love, mm. that can cause deep seated damage. Hmm. And deadly too. Can happen. <laughs> a lot of people say, um, like you mentioned, nursery rhymes. Um, Six and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Then, then why is that famous quote always? You better not talk about my mama. Don't talk about my mama. Don't don't go there. Oh, you spoke about my mama? All right, it's on. And then deadly consequences. Right. I'm dead. Because somebody spoke about somebody's mama. So obviously and evidently, words do hurt. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they definitely do. And and the point is that we're supposed to be looking at, you know, taking the opportunity to help the individual, right? Instead you know, people end up doing more damage like because of what you're saying to them and how you're saying it. You actually are not doing something that's positive to them. You know, you're, you're causing, causing lasting damage to them because of how you're communicating with them. Hmm. So, you know, this is why it's so important, man, that we, you know, that we understand how it is we're supposed to be conducting ourselves because, you know, this is important. Right, is that we know that given the time period that we're living in, the judgment is coming. So, mm. you know, some of you may have been hearing this and been like, you know what, and Mr. Powers, he's just talking about everyone's going to die. Um, but the main point is that, yes, right, that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is passing judgment on this world. Mm -hmm. And so now is the time when people have to make a decision on what side they want to be on. And if you're listening to this show, that's the first good positive step that you have is start listening and understanding what are the things that I need to do in order to be able to make it. Because if you make the wrong decision, if you're on the wrong side, it's going, I mean. Yeah, you're everlasting I'm, I'm, life. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a loss of words just trying to describe how horrible it's going to be, sir. Man, and it's going to be so horrible. And, and, and let me just come in on that thing, James, because I think you just touched on something very important. Um, you're listening to the show. You're listening, basically, St. James. What well, what you're telling us right here, what you're showing us through the Bible, is how to function in society. And Christ, being a man, God of the Bible, knowing who God is, knowing and foreseeing the future before it even came, he already knew that we was going to be in a society that was going to be functioning complete opposite to the instructions that God gave. And in his word, he left those instructions for those, believe, for those believers to listen and to take heed. Because right now, St. James, if you're not in the truth, then your 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 walk is completely against God. I'm just being completely transparent, St. James. Everything that you're doing is in accordance to the way you have been taught, which is according to this world. And the way the world is operating is against God. And it's going to lead you into damnation. So these instructions that you're giving them, St. James, for those believers out there, for the ones that's listening, is for you to take heed that judgment is coming. 
judgment is coming. If you're walking, you're walking. You think that you walk and you walk according to God, and it's not the way that we're showing you right here, you're in some serious trouble. And the time is now for you to make those changes. St. James. Yeah, absolutely, sir. And the time is, it's just, we already know the time is, is, the time is up. So the time is definitely now because it's any day. It can, it can, we're at a point right now where it can be, it can literally be any day. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, so let's let's go right right back, sir. Uh, if you don't mind, where were we at in verse? We're we'll starting verse eleven. Oh yeah, please, sir. We're in First Peter's chapter three, and we're going into verse eleven. Let him eschew evil, and do good. Yes, yeah, so let him keep peace. Sorry. No, no, you. It's okay, sir. I'm I'm sorry because I, I I'm I, I tripped you up because we were reading one verse all the way through, and then I just went in and just tried to cut it. So go ahead, please read it all the way through, sir. It's okay. No problem. First Peter chapter three verse eleven. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and eschew it. And ensue it. So, yeah, so what does verse eleven let you know? Let him eschew evil as hate the evil. So you're supposed mm. to hate evil and what do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. Meaning, what go after it. So look for peace and then go after it. Make it happen. Hmm. Why? Verse twelve, sir. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his mm. ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And look at that. Mm. So what side do you want to be on? Hmm. That's the question. I mean, this is all part of the basic criteria and the foundation of our belief. I mean, everything builds from here. You have to at least decide that you want to be good. Because Why? What happens when you're good? We know that the eyes of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ are over the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. Do you want our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Do you want God to hear your prayers? Mm. The first step is what? You got to start wanting to be good. You got to start doing good. And it may seem like that's a novel concept, but I mean, come on. This is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And you... As Mr. Powers mentioned, you think it's going to be okay that you can just conduct yourself however you want to conduct yourself and that everything is going to be all right? You're still going to be able to get it and make it to the kingdom of heaven? No, you have to do good. And it's not good, again, based on your standard, based on what you think is good to you. Exactly. It's good based on who, on what, on, remember, that was the first part in the first scripture that we said that we went through in the foundation of our belief here in Mark chapter 12 and verse 29, right? Is the Lord our God is one Lord. It's up to him. It's his standard. Mm -hmm. Mr. Powers? His criteria, his way, not your way, because God tells you about your way in the Bible. It tells you that your way leads to death, but God's way to everlasting life. And that's what's important. You have to follow God's way, not the way you've been taught, <laughs> these religious beliefs, we, we, we're going to say that because um, uh, contrary to popular belief, a lot of people think that these religious institutions are actually set up to bring salvation, but to the contrary, is actually to keep you in damnation. Right. Because everything that you're being told and everything that you're being taught is not what Christ did. It's not what Christ taught and was not Christ's way. But the way that is being shown to you right now, coming right out of the Bible, this is what you need to listen to. This is what you need to take heed. And this is what you need to follow in order for you to make it. St. James. <clears throat> yes, sir. And now people will be like, too, is like, wait a minute. We came over here with some of our hearts and now we're talking about all this. So let's let's get right to the point. So if we don't mind, let's kind of, because now we try and we try and keep moving. I know time is definitely against us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. First Peter's. Let's go. Let's jump to verse 15 and then we're going to jump and then we're going to read 15 and 16. And then we're going to jump down to verse 21. First Peter chapter 3, verse 15. Sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. So there it is. Sanctify the Lord God in your heart. I mean, love the Lord God with all of your heart. Now, how do you do that? Read. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks of you of a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Yeah, so what is that? What is that? That reason, you know, that reason. Why do you have that hope? Why do you conduct yourself that way? Why are you like that? Because again, we have accepted our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 
of what and everything that we need to do in order to make it to the kingdom of heaven. None of us are saved, but we are working and we are on the path to be and to achieve salvation. Why? Because mm -hmm. we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Mr. Powers. Absolutely. There, there's there's a. Uh, that saying was taught to us by the Holy Ghost and Comfort. In order for you to be saved, you have to first save yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And how do you save yourself? You save yourself according to the criteria that God has put forth for you to be saved. So you have to do what? Save yourself. Save yourself from what? That damnation that's coming. Yep, exactly. Yes, sir. All right. Read on, please. Verse 16. Having a good conscience. See, there it is right there. Remember, what did we say that the heart was? The heart was your consciousness. Mm -hmm. So what's the subject that we're talking about right now? Right here. Now, again, is how we conduct ourselves. Right. What are you? And this is all going through general things about what that sense of good. Remember all the things that we talked about very briefly in verse 30, when we said what the conscious, what the heart was speaking about there being your consciousness and the awareness of self, the ability to determine right and wrong, the knowledge of self, whether you're doing right or doing wrong. All that is consciousness. And we mm -hmm. just went through what characteristics of good. Clearly, so you can see what those are and then now understanding what what does all that come down to is your consciousness your conscience rather yes sir mr powers mm, yeah that's, that's amazing <laughs> yeah you got you you cover that uh, nothing to say on that that is right on point i'm gonna read verse 16 one more time having yes, a good having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. Yeah, your good conversation in Christ. So again, again, having that good conscience, that what that means is that now that you don't have those things that are weighing you down or weighing down on your spirit. In other words, you didn't do something that you know you shouldn't have done. Now you have that good conscience. It's time for Did You Know That? Inspired by the Holy God Saint Comforter, brought to you by Mysteries of the Bible. All right, so um, St. James, at this time, we're getting ready to go into the segment of Did You Know That? Um, I'm excited about this segment. How about you, uh, St. James? Uh, very much so. This this time, for what, if, if I remember correctly, this is, this is a triple threat. Did you know that? Triple threat. And this is going to lead into one of our uh, specials that we like to have in the Mysteries of the Bible. One of our specials that we like to uh, promote and let the people hear. So, did you know that, St. James? We're about to go into that right now. That's right, did yes, sir. Did you know? Did you know that? Did you know that Jesus Christ was not born on December the 25th? Mm. Did, did you know that Christmas has nothing to do with Jesus Christ? Something to marinate on right there. Did you know that Christmas is one of the most diabolical and paganistic holidays celebrated around the world? Did you know that? How about that, St. James? Did you know that? That's, you know what? I can't wait to hear and can't wait to see what comes out on the Christmas special. Christmas it's coming special. up. Yep. When is it's it, Mr. Powers? It's going to be coming up. It's going to be a two-part series. Um, and it's going to be the week of the 19th. I'm sorry, the week of the 16th. Mm -hmm. Or the 13th. All the way to the 24th. We're going to be playing that two-part special. And we're not even going to answer that, St. James. We're going to just let the audience resonate on that. We're going to let that resonate inside the ears of the audience. That right. is something to think about, sir. Did you know that? One of the most or the most celebrated holiday in the entire world. Mm. In which they use the name of Jesus Christ. But does that have anything to do with Christ? We'll let that resonate in the ears of the audience. Until the next segment of Mysteries of the Bible. Christmas special. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. I want you to understand it. It's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God 
it is given unto you. Read on to know the mystery. Mystery, even a mystery. Hit from ages through history. Generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, the nation. Victory. You're listening to, You're listening, listening to, to mysteries of the now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God.